It is Keats Ross. This is the Prag Magic Weekly Liminal Stream. Uh, if you can hear me in the comments, I'd love to know. If you can't, I'd love to know that. I'm just going to jump into it. Um, tonight we have a very special situation. Uh, it is my esteemed pleasure to learn about something that I had never really investigated or discovered before. Um, you know, Tonight, we will be transdimensional wayfaring, a cosmic dreamscape completely new to me. Naturally, I gravitate to the folks who ooze art, who ooze their oeuvre with everything they do, and only sometimes they are ones who decide to usher enlightenment to wonderful caverns of metaphysics and purpose, and tonight is one of those times. Navie Alora is a blood witch, a soothsayer from a long line of genetic clairvoyers. Wandering this world like a Jenny Appleseed, dispatching duty and magical currents to everyone she touches. I've always been reticent to discuss astrological forecasting, especially when it comes to the tropical and the numerous interpretations of popular West types of astrology. However, I am rebellious, but tonight Nevier is a Mayan dream spell astrologer, a soothe songstress of galactic astrology. And tonight we investigate this current personally, sharing personal charts and forecasting Tomorrow, U.S. election. Galactic or Mayan astrology is a largely astrological dominion that deserves introduction and prominence. The VA bleeds between the many scenes of many different currents, and she has the know-how, the life experience, and the joy enough for everyone to bend an ear. Please welcome Navie Alora. Aloha. Thank you for having me, Keats. Of course. So good to see you and uh, talk, see you. talk with you personally and in a video current such as this. So that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Am I bright enough? It's just starting to get dark in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. No, we, we can see all of your wonderful tapestries and everything. It's very pretty. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. I want to thank everyone who's here in the chat. Um, like I said, tonight I'm really excited. I get to learn something kind of about myself from a current that I have little to no idea of. And it wasn't until I'd met Navier that I realized like how cool and important this realm of astrology is. So I thought maybe you could go maybe back a little bit and talk about how galactic or mind astrology came to you, like what your field is within it and just more about yourself. Sure. Um, so I like to say that the galactic astrology or mind dream spell astrology is the astrology of synchronicity and natural time. And it really called to me. I didn't know anything about it. And I went to get um, 
my cranial sacral training of all things up in Hartwood in um, Northern California. And once I arrived there, it's also a community. A lot of people live there and work there and go to school there. And it's like a little oasis. So it's this super potent high mountain vibe. And I felt really kind of blown away the entire time that I was there. And people were one after the other asking me, what's your dream spell astrology or what's your mind astrology? And I had no idea what they were talking about. And I had been into divination for, you know, 15 years by then. And I was like, what is this you speak of? You know? (laughs) And they um, looked at my chart for me and told me, and it just resonated on such a deep level that I was sort of, you know, infected with that. I have to learn more about this. Mm. And this was in, gosh, 2000, 2001. So the internet was not what it is today. And I couldn't really find anything on it. It was, I was hard pressed to find information. And um, a few months later, I ended up traveling around and again, meeting people that kept asking me about it. And I started to make plans to go to Central America and just immerse myself there and learn and visit sacred sites and whatnot. And then I literally got rerouted by the universe and ended up in Hawaii and was invited to live in this community right on the volcano. And when I arrived at this, you know, intentional community, I met this, um, you know, she was from Quebec. So she had a really cool accent and Mm -hmm. she, she said, Aloha. And I said, Aloha. And she said, what is your Mayan astrology? (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) And I looked at her and I said, red overtone moon. I said, but I don't know what that means. And she right. said, ah, I've been calling for you. She said, well, are you staying here now? And I said, yeah. And she said, okay, well, we can play together. And every day for months and months, we would wake up and have tea. And she would say, today is a red galactic serpent day. And that is la la la. And she'd tell me all about it. And she would say, my friend so-and-so is a serpent. Let's go meet them. And it was just a really like day by day immersed in the calendar and learning about it through this mentor. So you've been, it's, it's been said on a wandering, Witch. is a brilliant podcast. You do, you say that it's been like 20, I guess, 2001, you were saying it's about 20 years, right. Of just really diving deep, living it, as you've said. And also, like I said, in the intro, Jenny Appleseeding, you know, those, uh, those currents into people into their consciousness. So, you know, among my research, and I've shared this with you, you know, a, a quick Google search for my astrology, there's a lot of different facets of it. There's probably not the one like dream spell is a different one. What is the difference, like the whole, you know, kind of disparity between say, getting your, you know, your Mayan sun or whatever for your birth chart or, you know, what a dream spell astrology is. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of going through this with tropical versus actual sky or sidereal, new sidereal right now, um, where I feel like I have to kind of widen my scope of what's actually going on in the sky versus the tropical charts. So you to- move with the, the constellations or do or do they stay static? Well, this is 
this is what's going on with tropical and sidereal. Right, exactly. Pers yeah. yeah, personally for me right now, I'm going through this sort of evolution transition, dropping all of my my moorings really, mm -hmm. uh, and trying to just feel into what's really wanting to be connecting. Um, so when I was learning the dream spell with my teacher Fantasia Odus, I thought this was it. It was never mm. explained to me that this was something separate from the, what the ancient Mayas were following. We didn't okay. go there, right? Yeah. So a few years into this, I'm fully invested. I'm like a Mayan astrology pilgrim at this point. And I met a few people who also were into the calendar and they said to me, are you following the dream spell or the long count? And I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, They're what? separate? Yeah. Yeah. So I did a lot of dive, deep dives into the long count and what's the difference. And there was a man, um, he's passed away since, but his name was Ian um, Zeller and synchronistically went to some of his workshops. He was all about the long count. So I started to do this, like, I don't want to connect to any of it. I'm just needing to just disconnect from all of it because I'm sourcing from this and it's too much. So years later, I met someone named Tree, um, who's another you know, wizard in this capacity. And he said, Navier, he said, it's, it's all valid. The, the long count was there for us as a 3D way of like a lens, a 3D lens. And the dream spell was actually channeled and co-created by the Arguelleses um, around the harmonic convergence, like 1987, mm. I believe. So this was like a channeled system that incorporates the 1320 um, synchronistic natural time um, that the Zulkin and the long count uses, but it's its own kind of newfangled thing. So okay. I started to ask people, everyone that I met, here, this is your dream spell, or not even saying, but here, here's one, here's the other. What do you think? And like five out of six people were dream spell all the way. It made okay. more sense and resonated with them. And so I've been kind of working with both, observing both, recognizing them for what they both are. Um, but because I was trained in the dream spell, I'm feeling more like resonant with my my own interpretation of myself as the dream spell astrology. It seems a bit more thorough too, right? It's it's a bit, there's, because uh, I looked at the chart and all the different like color coordinations and and different, you know, I mean, it's, I, I probably should bring one up, uh, a chart for people to see later. But it's okay. yeah, it's it's a, it's a beautiful calendar. It goes through its own, you know, purveyance of of that. Because like like I said, if you look at mine astrology you know, sites, the birthday calculators, it's it's very much like horoscope or very very tropical, you know, kind of sun sign. Yeah, the phase. the yeah. the dream spell made it sort of like a game and made it more accessible for us in the modern time. And they also synchronized it with the 13 moon calendar. So there's right. a push a push there to like access 
the natural time through the moon calendar and also um, overlaying the Zulkin, which was one of the many calendars that they followed. Um, now, yeah. does does this just kind of, does this soothsay, you know, uh, you know, kind of wants and functions of a, of a future lineage of self, or is it just mainly like who you are and knowing this, this is how you should battle against the currents of time? Like, or is it kind of both? Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it is a way to understand yourself in a, in a system. It's a facet of yourself that deserves attention and awareness. And it's apples and oranges from any other astrology system. Mm-hmm. But it, it shines a, a light on a different facet, just like the sidereal and the tropical and everything else does. Right. And you had mentioned, you'd mentioned that you take it all. Like you mm-hmm. kind of cross pollinate all of it. Yeah. And I love that. It's uh it's not about covering bases as much as like uh eschewing variables, you know, of the self from different reading. Right. I used yeah. to work at a at a witch shop for many years and there was multiple readers and some of our clients would see a few of us and they would sit down and they after the reading they would say, That's what so and so said, but this way. Mm-hmm. And it was like we all complimented each other and gave a different, it's like we all have access to a different side of the diamond. Right. Uh, you used that uh, analogy before, the diamond. I love that, you know, because of how pristine, but absolutely disparate from each, you know, angular facet it is. It's a really cool analogy. I've always liked that. Thank you. <laughs> so I thought, you know, uh, we might be just blowing over people's heads right now with this. And I thought like the cool, a cool way to maybe see it in action was to do some charts. Um, yeah, now I, I told that. you that I'm, I'm, I've always been reticent, you know, to do charts. I've always had this kind of rebellious nature in myself where, especially with tropical or sidereal astrology, just to not, want to listen to it but it usually ends up being correct i also don't know my birth time exactly so it's always been very grumpy for me but um i gave you my information you have mary's uh information and you uh i thought we could go over some of that yes i would love that i also want to say with the um dream spell or galactic astrology they don't require the time it's it's only the day, which I thought was kind of interesting. Oh, how's my mic now? Is that much better? I can hear. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, uh, totally. I just, I don't know why it clicks back to this when I click it. So that whole intro was uh, the exact issue I had last time. So thank you, Mary, in the comments. <laughs> thank you for clearing that up. I had almost killed me last time. Uh, if it's not a live stream that does it, it's probably going to be something else. So I want to thank everyone who's here in the chat. Speaking of which, uh, Rivers, Amanda Pomander, Oswald Spangler, Brandon Young, Michelle Embry, Jonaside, Jerry Cthulhu, who hosted uh, you last week on a wonderful yes. Nox Mente. That um, was awesome. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Rivers. Hi, everybody. Jonaside. 
I also have Michelle Embry's. She sent me a Palo Santo and Cypress uh, spray. So we've been doing I love that. me some Palo Santo. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mary, for doing that. Um, I wanted to mention, too, before everyone, we get too in deep with this, that A Wandering Witch is a wonderful podcast that you host. When did you start doing that? And like, what was the genesis of that? Um, I started a Wandering Witch podcast in, I guess, mid-June of this year, and I had gone on um, Lighting the Void radio show and just had such a good time being on that show that mm-hmm. I thought to myself, well, why couldn't I do you know, some sort of low-key podcast with my very limited tech off-grid out here in the jungle and um just sort of was like all right hold my nose and go for it and just really wanted to tell my story and get to talk to um just everyday people that I know that are so magical not writing books or doing anything that is in extreme public eye but that I know to be super magical and witchy and awesome and creative so that was kind of the idea just in lieu of me being able to really focus enough to write my book right now. It's like a bite-sized way of getting my creativity out there and getting my thoughts, you know, and sharing with other people who might be interested in the same kind of things. Mm -hmm. I know how you feel. Yeah. (laughs) So what's your book about? Can you talk about it a little bit? Yeah, there's there's two. One is um, I don't have children and I feel like I didn't really get to be a child and not in the way that most people get to be a child. So I have a very um, vivid inner child life right now or for many years. Like she's with me all the time and we get to play in the sense of like I'm colorful and, you know, playful in that sort of like childlike I live with that and um, I wanted to write a children's book for my inner child and also for I have a lot of clients who have children who were like me mystical and sensitive and witchy so that's kind of what the what the first book is and the second one is just my wanders and my personal story like my my memoirs memoir my memoir can you hear that fan (laughs) yeah what was that okay sorry i apologize for the weird sound but so the other day i was um producing the last episode of a wandering witch podcast with my friend raven Mm -hmm. and we talked about magic in the occult or music in the occult and the first time he was on the house across the street blew up like literally Literally, I was I had my earphones on and I was looking off the lanai and I saw big billows of gray smoke and thought, oh, no, we had to evacuate. Mm -hmm. And then um, a few days ago, I heard that fan and I thought I had never heard that before. What's going on? And then I see smoke and sparks and the whole solar contraption caught on fire. Oh, my God. There's only been two weird fire things this whole time I've ever lived here. And they both happened the day I was about to publish Music in the Occult 
part one and two. <laughs> I don't that's know. That's awesome. I like the. I heard the first <laughs> one. You know, that's my big confluence with these things is my work within those. So I really enjoyed that first one. But that's hilarious. It's uh, yeah. It's always when you sit down and record. I mean, those are what I used to call the aminals. You know, like the ghostly sounds that kind of just show up whether you want them or not. Yeah. yeah. The weird <laughs> vacuum cleaner sounds and. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, all right. I'm getting a little nervous, but yeah, you want to, you want to jump into some chart if you want, um, uh, you can send me links so I can show stuff as far as, you know, uh, whatever you need, uh, in the chat, but if it's not necessary, it's not necessary. Just let it, I don't, I don't think I could pull that off right now. No worries. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I can I can hold up my little graphics. So cool. these are all mostly better. handmade <laughs> a long time ago. And I'm just old school. Some of these my teacher gave me and I can't part with them. So I love it. Not, That's way better. They're not high quality, but they're also they're I should I should give a caveat that you know you charge for these and I found a loophole into getting a free reading. But if you can please acquire her services in doing this. Thank all right. you. Awesome. So we're going to look at the dream spell first, which is the more modern interpretation of the Zulkin. Um, and I'll show you that this is what the Zulkin looks like. Um, can you see? Okay. Yeah. So are the, like the pinned ones, is that the, the constellation I'm looking at? Mm-hmm. Like those little moons? whatever i'm seeing so it's a it's 20 tribes down and 13 tones across okay and that makes the whole chart is 260 um days and they say that this is like the human gestation period approximately how long it takes for a human to come to fullness and then the 1320 is that natural frequency of time and by us following a 12 month calendar and a 60 minute, 60 second um, time, that is a harmonic of space. So it's like people can own you for a chunk of your time mm. with that 1260. Yeah, I know. So it's the, <laughs> is it sinister? Is this, I don't know, but this is what, this is Makes sense. kind of yeah. the philosophy and why it's important to get into natural time. Okay. So um, I'm going to show you here. So you're a yellow warrior in the dream spell, Keats, and you are a 10. So that's your block. Right well, there. thank you. Yeah, you're a 10, okay. baby. <laughs> so every person ever born sits in one of these squares. So it's important to see like where your square is. And okay. are you on the inhale? Are you on the exhale? Are you in the center? Are you in one of these little shaded boxes, which is known as a gap day or a galactic activation portal day, or I call it a portal day, okay. but it's a super witchy day and Miss Mary June's on a portal day in the nice. dream spell. Yeah. So you want to look at where your origin of the wave spell is. And for you, you come in as a hand. So it's like you're a hand because you're in that initial wave. The hand initiates for you a 13 day cycle and you're number 10 in that 13 day cycle. The 10 
is the manifestation tone. Okay. So you should be able to manifest like a mofo pretty much. Yeah. Okay. And that's a, an, an ability or a magical quality that all the tens I've met have that I've knowingly met have like in a creepy way. Like <laughs> I need to have this happen. Poof. Would you like this, sir? And you're like, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Mary's laughing in the background. Yeah. yeah. It's so fun. I love it. You want to, you want to side up, sidle up to a 10 every now and again. Right. <laughs> um, so you could say that you're a hand manifesting as a warrior. So the hand is like that initial kind of core energy of who you are. And the hands are here to accomplish. They're like the healing energy of creation through accomplishment. The hand is healing. So you want to be doing, you want to be producing, you want to be um, manifesting into reality, your dreams. And the warrior end of it is about, like you said, you're a rebel, right? The warriors are I was being a little facetious, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I I feel that though. I mean, the warriors are here to question, question authority, question everything. Why? Why are we doing it this way? All Mm -hmm. the warriors that I know, and my partner is actually a warrior, um, they do things not because they're told to do them, but it's because they make sense for them. Like one of his philosophies is I shouldn't have to follow a rule that I didn't make. Yeah, I love that. I can't argue with that. You know, yeah. it's like very autonomous. Um, or I'll so, be the judge of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's what I have to say about the warrior. Um, another aspect of them is their power of intelligence. Their Mayan um, word for the warrior is key, which is like the the owl or the vulture, there's a wisdom there. There's an old ancient, I'm tapped into earlier cultures, like maybe antediluvian prehistory kind of stuff. Um, There's a really fun kids are warrior kids. They're Mm -hmm. the ones that are never doing what they're told because it doesn't, they want to know why in order for them to have to toe the line. Um, But they're awesome because there's wisdom there. There's wisdom in the warrior. I like it. Hashtag keep Keats. <laughs> keep Keats. C-I-B. <laughs> yeah, C-I-B. Yeah. And I'll show you what it looks like. It's like your little warrior shield. Oh, crap. That looks like a Zia. That looks like my tet. That's this. I don't know if it's uh, going to blow I, out. I can't see it. Yeah. That's so bizarre. Yeah. It's the Zia. It's a New Mexican symbol for the sun or the Native American Navajo symbol. Wow, song. that's funny. Yeah, little sigil I, in the middle. Yeah, I lo- I think it's so beautiful. I've actually decoded two women that I told were blue hands, and they were like, "Look!" And there was a hamsa. Yeah. On their on their arms. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. that's cool. I know, it's interesting. Oh, Michelle so, says, "Hold it up again." The warrior. Yep. Yeah, that's a question. Everything, Zia. Yeah. <laughs> So um, fearlessness, respect, embodied strength is another thing. And um, the personality is deep, serious, and realistic. I know. The paradox is domineering versus being dominated. Yeah. That That could be fun, though. And issue, self-consciousness, 
and personal insecurities. And the response is to be comfortable with authority within yourself and with others. I like that. Yeah. That feels All good. All right. That does yeah. feel good. Yeah. That's funny. I didn't, I didn't really investigate too deeply about, so each does each day or each little cycle have its own little sigil like that. Yeah. That's Every cool. tribe. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. Cool. And so it rotates. So it rotates every 20 days. We're at a warrior again. Mm-hmm. It just goes through the cycle, but it's, it's not going to be a 10 warrior again for another 260 days. Okay, cool. Right. Very cool. Do you want to grab Miss Mary? I would love to Miss Mary June. Oh. Slither on hither. oh yeah that's right last time she snuck up she fell (laughs) oh no not this time here so we'll do you can take this we can can share air gunk aloha hi (laughs) miss mary june yeah there you go can you hear here check check as a matter of fact why don't you just take this for here oh I'll no i'm br- no, no no okay we're good okay, cool. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't leave me <laughs> it's like a squeaky chair awesome so can you hear me okay yeah uh-huh hi awesome. nice to meet hi. you thanks nice for doing this for us this is so cool so fun i love doing um couples relationship readings and even people in the same families. It's so interesting to see where people come in at and how they relate to each other, that interpersonal relationship. So you and I are tribe mates, just for the record. I'm a moon also. In the oh, it's red. In the dream spot. Yeah. And we both have those mesas too. Yeah. So um for those Egyptian folks um or Egyptian um mythology folks out there, I should say. Doesn't this remind you of Nuit? Do you see that? Anyone? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. The um, Nuit or Nut. She's the um, Egyptian sky goddess. Oh, okay. That's what it looks like to me if it was blue or black, but. Right. Anywho, so this is Muluk or the water or the moon. Um, the keywords for the moon is cycles, um, water purification, flow, and connecting in with your own magic. A lot of people I know who are moons are super mystical, like off the charts mystical. And it's that power of universal water, like connecting things. Um, and it's kind of a joke, but if I'm watching like a, a flash of a clip of a movie or something, I'll say, oh, that person was from, and it's like 1979, a cameo in one movie, but I saw it once and now I know that that's that actress 30 years later or whatever. It's, it's a weird like facial or energetic connection recognition that the moons have. And it's not just me. I see it in a lot of moon tribe folks that I have known or read for. Um, but so I was say, that sounds a lot like me. 
was like your captain re- yeah. reference. Captain <laughs> trivial. Captain reference. Trivial pursuit. Yeah. Okay, so you're in the World Bridger Wave, so you're way up here, and you are self-existing moon which means you're tone four in that wave spell one to 13 you come in at a four so where keats is a 10 manifesting the tone four is like creating structure Mm. so like one everything is united and actually you two together make a one just saying shazam yeah and (laughs) everything is like oh no it's good yeah it's called a magnetic tone so it's like this um, we're unified in a purpose and we're here to like connect and okay, now focus, where are we going with this? It's like a ch- kind of energy. Um, two is polarizing and then three is activating and then four is you. So four is the, the structure, self-existing. Like I need to be able to know that I'm okay on my own and I'm going to be grounded. And like, maybe that's what this is about for you. Like I'm a five, so you you already create the house, and then I come in the middle, and I just give radiance to the structure. But mm-hmm. four is about the structure. I don't actually build anything, but you're here to build. Mm-hmm. You're here to like anchor, ground, create, define, measure, take stock of things, and like um, be here in the world in that kind of way. Like, how can I be form? You know. No, so that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. Yeah. That's super Sing fun. It. Yeah. I'm just like a loaded gun and she's like, aim. <laughs> but <I'm> it's <laughs> interesting. No. no. Yeah. A little bit. Oh. So oh, I like the, the two of the two of you together make a serpent, a magnetic serpent. And like I was saying earlier, that's what my partner and I make, because he's a warrior also. So we have a warrior and a moon making a serpent together. And this is the glyph. It's called mm-hmm. Chichan in the Mayan, Quiche. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's an instinctual um, inner knowing, very like in your body, no stuff. In, instinct in that way, like a pulsing of, um, there's no mental thinking about it. You just instinctually know. and. It's a feeling like how, like in your animal nature kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it like bypasses the mental construct. And um, cool thing about the serpents is there's that instinctual animal nature that's being honored there. And then you have this um, life force that is being carried with it. So it feels like a higher purpose in a way. And it being a one magnetic, it is the tone of purpose. So it's, oh, it's pretty cool. I'll read the, um, the, the paradox for the serpent is spiritual integrity versus desires of the material world. Mm. And the issues are experiencing transformations, challenges and victories unconsciously. So the, this is where um, the moon where Mary can help with with this aspect because the moons understand ritual. The moons understand marking occasions in a sacred way. Um, Even informally, there's something about the moons that understand 
um, how to make things, how, how to make the mood feel um, initiatory or celebratory. Um, and then the response is learn that change and transformation are part of the process. So things are gonna shift and change. The serpent is about um, letting things evolve in trust because you know that they're gonna be okay. Or then you know that whatever um, you know, skin that needs to be shed, I'm gonna evolve into something better than I was before. That serpent, um, it doesn't feel needy or clinging when I see couples. It's like, you get to be you, I get to be me and we're gonna connect and it's real. It's not honest, it's a really deep, not superficial kind of relationship. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm into her for her, not into her because she, she's me. Yeah. Yeah. She can be, she can be just that awesome <laughs> moon that she is. The moon, the Muluk. Yeah. No, actually, he, he just came up with that on his own. He wrote me this very um, beautiful letter that I woke up to um, on Halloween. And he said it towards the end that like, he said, you are free. He told me. And then went on to just reassure that side of me that he knows I, I need to hear. Yeah, but uh, I but I yeah. also said you know, but you'd be better off uh -huh. with me. But if you were, you but know. if you wanted, <laughs> if you wanted to do something else, you totally can. Like, yeah. <laughs> Could um actually, do you mind holding that up again and a little further from the camera so that we yeah, can see, see the that. details of it? But a, a, so a it looks closer. like a, it's like a red moon. Or like maybe like higher in the sky. <laughs> this is the the serpent one. Yeah, yes. the serpent. Oh, oh, there, there we is. go. There it yes. Is. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, Where cool. it catches the light. I can see the scales now. Yeah, that's cool. That's super cool. That should be an album cover for sure. Is there significance with the color red in all of these? Yeah. So, um, in the dream spell, at least, all of the tribes have a have a color that's like understood. If I said the serpent, someone fluent in the calendar would know it's red, but it's good to say the red serpent because it Ooh, is like specifically it. red. So all of the color clans, kind of a weird word, um, but all of the color clans <laughs> have have this energy in common that they're sort of like passing through the veils in a way down to each other. So the red clan is initiated with the red dragon and they initiate birth. And then the serpent takes that birth energy and stores it as life force and then the moon our tribe self-regulates no processes life force as universal water and then um the skywalker which is actually joe and nish our friends oh funny um, yeah they're skywalkers um they get to output universal water as space which is like that plasma which we talked about on Nox Mente, what That's space right. might be, we think. Um, yeah, and right. then space gets um, the, the red earth uh, self-regulates space as navigation. So how do I navigate in this, on the earth, in this world, but it's all starting with the initiatory birth life force universal water, space, and navigation. It takes you on a whole story. That's how the red tribes are connected. 
you, awesome. it, it reminds me of the Red Dragon thing, the William Blake, you know, Red Dragon. It was like a metamorphosis. Mm, uh, I'm not familiar. Yeah. I wonder if, I don't know if there's any correlation or if it's just like an archetypical idea, like sans, you know, culture confines or whatever, but super well, interesting. Yeah. Red skirt. Do you want to switch so, sides? Was, yeah. Oh, there she's like, wearing oh, a red skirt. <laughs> nice. It's like a new. <laughs> red is her color, That's by the true. way. That's it really right. is. Uh, the the uh, best hair that I ever had was platinum blonde with the bottom half was like a cherry bright red. And people right. thought it was fake because it was so <laughs> unreal red. And I had to buy all new clothes that matched for a while. That was fun. Do you, <laughs> uh, I, can I step away for a second? Oh, so is some, will something be continuing? While Only I'm if you want, here? just for five seconds. <laughs> okay, he's got to refill, huh? Just so you can feel more comfortable on the seat. Oh, no, I'm, yeah, we're good. Yeah. But anyway. I'm Keats now of Prag Magic <laughs> podcast, <laughs> broadcasting live from our closet. Uh, um, so, so I'm I'm loving that we're tribe mates. That we're both <laughs> Red Moon sisters. That's super fun and awesome. And would you say that you are a water person? Do you rejuvenate in water? My ears are too small for these things. Um, I would say yes. I, I've always been a, a water person. And then, um, uh, what are you doing? Putting stuff in my ears? No, oh, okay. Oh, we're switching. Um, yeah, I guess I, yeah, I grew up as a water baby. And then once I moved to Portland in my 20s, um, and living away from water was very strange. But then I guess the rain, right? So... So actually, I I would say that Den like being now in Denver in the mountains is the furthest and driest I have ever felt. <laughs> it's yeah, strange. Yeah, definitely. You're you're inland. Yes. Yeah. You're you're inland AF. AF. <laughs> yeah. It has been a hard yeah. uh, like transmutation, like getting rid of so. You know, she was a beach baby, and then Portland, I really felt myself with just the rain or the water everywhere in the atmosphere. And then here, it's like very few and far in between. But I'm a desert kid, so I was always longing for rain, and now I'm back <laughs> to longing for rain. So. Not I. There's got to be something. I mean, I I like to think that we're adaptable, and I wanted I wanted in my life to try many different climates, but I don't know if this one will stick long term. I don't know if we're mountain lizard people. <laughs> well, not totally. really. With you, does like do moons? Is it basically a guiding principle for you? Because with her, inadvertently, without knowing all of that, her music is under moon division. Like we came together on a full moon. You know, mm. boyfriend was born on a full moon. It seems like she's very just kind of, you know, before I th moons got cool. You know, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, moons. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear you. You know? Yeah. It, just like the people I've met that already have the blue hand tattoos mm -hmm. and you having the Keeb logo. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it seems very synchronistic that we are drawn to some aspect of our tribe. I have friends who are warriors and they're martial artists. 
like well, modern I day. Way to go for that, but yeah, I plan on it. I'm gonna Jeet Kune Do. Mm. I'm that Bruce okay. Lee. Yeah, she's laughing. She's like, "You're never gonna." Do that. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Sorry. No, but yeah. So the warrior thing, I wonder too, because I get a little too in my head. I'm very active or reactive, but you know, like multiple purposes scrambled for purpose, you know, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah, I understand. I mean, yeah. the power is intelligence. So right. it's really a mental and it's, it can be an overly mental sign, but I love that you guys together make the chichan or the serpent which just grounds it into your body and it's there's no headspace that needs to be occupied by yeah i mean there's no fretting going on really it's just allowing yeah i was gonna ask as a partner of a warrior as a moon what's your advice like you guys have been together for nine years you said It'll be nine years. Congrats. In January. Yeah, Thank that's you. incredible. So, it's like, a... what is the secret to dealing with warriors <laughs> or moons? Um, I think for me, the secret of any relationship so far that has been successful is, you know, obviously this one. And I came into it with the idea of letting him just be who he is without trying to change anything about him. And just, it's like, if we can get neutral enough within ourselves to be like, hey, you know what? You get to be you, I get to be me. And if we're walking along the path and then there's a deal breaker, I don't need you to change. I just have to decide for myself if it's something that I can hang with or not. But that's not a cue for you to now, you know, suddenly do this or that. It's like, Right. Why is she? Is, is I'm this, sorry. Because no. she needs to hear this. I'm very, very appreciative of this. Thank you. Yeah, I'm having a good. moment. Yeah, um, she's laughing. She's like, a good damn sign. it. All um, of this, all of yeah. this trouble. I should. <laughs> I'll stop asking you to do the dishes. <laughs> I'll just let you be. <laughs> I well, do I mean, when I remember them. It, it's It's totally okay for you to have. Right. Normal. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you, you have to stuff. Yeah. You have to communicate and be clear with each other, but I'm talking about who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't think you want to change. No. Anything. Yeah. God, not, yeah. No. no. Do. So that's good. You yeah. know, I can make the bed uh sooner or do the dishes. But that's all like, yeah, it's just uh, and that's where this stuff transcends. We're talking about the inner, but there's also like the whole you know, domestic kind of orb of the somatic reality or whatever. That's just, it doesn't matter where you come from. That's just common communication. Yeah. Uh, And we have this, we have this um, sort of joke that we do, but we have a loft and neither one of us can stand up fully throughout the whole loft. And I, I'm not a big bed maker anyway, but it's even more irritating because I'm like, ah, you know, trying to make this bed so some mornings i'll get up or he'll get up and then i'll go upstairs again for something and i'll see that you know he kind of tossed the sheet and you know and i'm like oh an attempt was made thank you (laughs) (laughs) right 
it's yeah. like was an attempt made yeah okay i appreciate that yeah but I, yeah like i said those aren't you know the functions of a deeper you know astrological thing right it's just yeah there's so many variables and that that's always been hard with astrology of any sort is mm-hmm. you know having those uh you know nature versus nurture kind of variables play into it i know? think i think you get to see if you're compatible when you actually live with someone right i mean but that's do you when... think like these things like you know the warrior the moon or these readings or do these will out? Like, these are the things that will out. It's like, it can transcend nature and nurture and all the other variables or where I come from, where she comes from. But these things kind of push through. Because are there like negative a- aspects? Like, are there, not for us, obviously there are, but are there like negative, if you write a chart for somebody and it was, would there be a negative one at some point? Well, they all have a paradox or right. an issue or a struggle. And getting deeper into the charts, there's something called the fivefold power where you see, if I did one, where you see um, how people relate and interact together. So there are tribes that get along better than others. And you can see like where their issues might be. Let's see. I think I made a fivefold power. That's like a more in-depth chart. And then going on to like look at what you are in the year changes things too. So every year on your birthday, like your calendar, um, Gregorian calendar birthday, you change signs, but it's like you're underneath it. And then there's like a mask for that year that gets put on. And now you're moving with a different energy. It's like layers upon layers of of frequency in this type of chart reading. But it makes sense and I get it. It doesn't feel that, um, you know, hard to really fathom for me it for some reason it makes sense people are like you lost me but I try and bring it down so that it's in like a graphic novel kind of imagery almost mm-hmm. um that's kind of my take on it and plus I will sit with that calendar and ask it to tell me something in meditation how can I make it more approachable and I'll get little tidbits of of words or phrases or imagery that I think help explain it because it is kind of complex oh yeah i mean it seems like it too and you have like so many different facets of it that you're reading are there it it does it go by kind of depth you know for each different facet is it you know we can go lower with this bigger reading we can go higher with this one yeah yeah so it's it's, yeah yeah and i also we can look at the um, long count if you feel like we have time or if you have the bandwidth for it, but if not, we don't have sure. to. Yeah. We can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So something that's kind of, of note is in the long count, Mary June is a warrior. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I turned it, I turned a different light. I don't know if you can see better. It looks yes. good. Yeah. Okay. So that's your sign in the long count, Miss Mary June. And Keats. Uh oh. Here it comes. <laughs> Keats is drum roll, please. Keats is the solar lord, Ahau, the sun. Yeah. Yeah. But so still yellow. Ooh. Cool. But now, now the zero slash 20 tribe. 
it's um it's the last tribe and also the first tribe sort of it's like that universal fire is the power okay so it's like the you know sun god god force that um divine masculine energy is how i look at this and the sons that i know in, according to the dream spell at least um i can't think of any that i know from the long count but they have a thing with restaurants they've been restaurant owners restaurant managers mm. um in charge of people in that in that um field and yeah. it no. seems like people want to <laughs> please them they have a staff of loyal employees or workers or whatever i can think of like five people i know that own or manage a restaurant that are sons so weird oh um, interesting and yeah. that's for the long count you were that's saying. you in the long count so yeah. that's like you know in the future no um it's it's just a different it's like the sidereal versus tropical right. in a way okay yeah it's like different interpretations. So the long count is going from the oh, see the long, yeah, yeah, like movement, and yeah. yeah, and then together you make a wind. I think. Wait a minute. I lost my. I have so many little slips of paper here. You should see all the stuff I got going on. <laughs> Anyway. So, like in those online ones, when I was doing research and just for fun, wind oh, was mirror. a sign I kept getting. Oh, huh. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe I used a different counter than you used. Well, There's I mean, few... I would trust you over a, you know, input the numbers on a website generate mm -hmm. kind of thing. So, yeah. In the, so this is interesting. So it says that. Um, in the long count together, you make a mirror, a spectral mirror. And that's, we, my partner and I make a, a spectral, 11, tone 11, which is about like liberation and dissolving and releasing um, what doesn't work anymore. It's kind of like the tweezer weeding when you're out in the garden, like everything is kind of good, but then you're like, no, oh, and that, 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 that is like a little bit of a picky um, perfection in a way. Mm -hmm. But um the folks that are 11s as that are embodying the 11, like you guys make it in a, in the long count as a couple, but if you were an 11 personally, um, they can be difficult because mm. they walk into a room and everything that's not quite right seems to be amplified mm. to them. And they're also kind of just shining that energy onto everything around them. So it can be kind of like an exacting, I need to get really right because their energy points it out to you. And not everyone's always down for that. Right. You know? Do you, so like in our long form, <clears throat> is that something to look out for? Is that, is that what you're saying? This um, us as a couple in the long form, is, you as a couple you said spectral mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So, so spectral is relating to the tone or the number. So mm -hmm. you're 11. That's sort of like on the musical scale right your number 11 and that is a fairly it's it's purifying in a way so everything that doesn't quite work it's like i it can't exist in that 11 tone okay. it's like things have to, things had to be cleared out 
in order for you to kind of land on the 11 together is how right. it feels. Yeah. So maybe past relationships had to blow up and not quite work out right. And you know yourself better now so that the 11 can work because it's going to be constant work. But right. albeit kind of joyful because you're getting into more integrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The couples that I see that are 11s personally. And also like when I see the days that are like, once you start following the calendar, you start to see like, oh, today's, you know, number 11. And how is that relating to my day? You know, and you'll see like, ah, oh, everything feels like I need to like, I have to clean. I have to, you know, get rid of these books that I've read three times. I'm passing them on. It feels like that kind of like spring cleaning almost energy. Right. It's motivational, but it's more about yeah, cleanse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Look, we're always looking to throw out things. Yeah. <laughs> Marie Kondo style. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I used to just burn things, but now I'm, now I see if they give me joy before I burn them. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> we're also a D. A D um, on the musical, musical scale. Yeah. Cool. So, I love the um, D. Yeah. A high D. <laughs> I write a lot you, of my music in, in no, the key of D. Like a, B, C, D. She's doing the 11 on this. F, G, A, B, C, D. Yeah. But I don't ah. know if we're counting like flats and sharps. Ah. This is out of my <laughs> wheelhouse entirely. So Yeah, I love this because I do write a lot in D. That is true. Yeah. Makes there sense. might be a, a correlation. <laughs> like, I don't know, connections. Yeah. Written somewhere about the, about the notes and the tribes or the tones and the and the notes so there's a book called um astro music that uh, a guy i knew in portland wrote and he correlates it with tropical mm. uh, uh astrology and everything but to do it with that that's next level that would be fun that's it's also kind of where i, I cribbed the name audiomancy from but one, it's so it's not something you know you, you can trademark. It's so obvious what audio. It's like you can't trademark necromancy. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it is what it is. But yeah, so that's yeah, that's us. Though we immediately go to that. Oh, okay, eleven on the scale. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah, because because ten is where you're perfecting you, Keats, and then eleven yeah. is okay, now it's here in solid form. How can we make it even better? She pushes me a little further. Yeah. Super beautiful. So I wanted to talk to you too. A good friend of ours, Lord Josh Allen. um, Like I said, I told you before the show, he does a lot of wonderful things with Lamat. And Mm -hmm. Lamat, you know, he does all these symbology videos and, yeah, it's his guiding star in a way. And I wanted to see if you could, you know, talk a little bit about what Lamat means in this realm of yeah. astrology. Is why why Lamat for him was is he a Lamat in the or Lamat in No, the... I think it's 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 more of like the the Taoist ma- or Taoist the Taoist magic, you know. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and it's more it it's across the board. Lamat is like that Lamat star he's finding is everywhere. Like Ooh, you know, me, it's uh, just kind of one of these universal reoccurring symbols. Has he ever had his chart done? Because I don't think so. How 
How much money is that? He's a he's a star. I know that would be amazing. Yeah, Lord Josh, yeah. if you, if you're in the chat, this is it. Uh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, These I don't are know if so you're in the chat. Old. These are from like 2003. Sorry, guys. I was going to say you could tweet me uh, your birthday, but you know, we don't uh, we don't need to do it on air or anything. But you guys should definitely get together. Uh, yeah. Lamat is like is literally his guiding star. I would be surprised if it wasn't Lamat that his symbol was, or right, you know. or somehow factored prominently maybe in his fivefold power, or maybe right. he's born in the in the um, star wave um, or Lamat wave spell. But um, so I'll just read a little bit about what the Lamat star is. Um, it's also known as the Venus star and right. it's about beauty. That's the power of that's Lord Josh. It's, yeah. it's art, elegance and beauty yeah. are the three keywords. Um, it's also creativity and harmony. And again, is associated with that Venus star that everything that is Venusian, right? Art, elegance, mm-hmm. beauty, um, extravagance yeah (laughs) yeah but like in a in a lavish kind of way Mm -hmm. you know you can look at it um so all of the people that i've known who are stars are exquisite just something exquisite beautiful and elegant and yeah all of that with them um and they want to make things more beautiful um they can just kind of feng shui things and just their presence is is adding to the beauty. You know? I mean, you're you're speaking, guess is exactly Lord Josh Allen. Uh, everyone in the comments knows that too. <laughs> Lord Josh. Uh, it's definitely Lord Josh. You guys should get together. Uh, yeah, he's just, you know, the most extravagant, lavish, you know, one of his guiding stars is Liberace. You know, oh, very yeah. like exuberant and uh, all about, you know, gorgeous but like there's a lot of wealth in you know character there too mm-hmm. and stuff so and yeah. it's a it's a yellow so the yellows are the ripeners mm. they they bring everything it's like that summer vibe where everything is like you know that golden golden quality to it right i was a yellow right was that yeah yeah you're a yellow warrior and she was a red Red moon. Red moon. I love it. Yeah. The changing moon. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. Your essence is fearlessness, Keats, and your essence, Mary, is universal water. Universal or, water. Okay. Or power. Yeah. yeah. So how would this relate to, do you find a lot of correlations within like tropical astrology or Western astrology as a whole? Yeah. Yeah, super yeah. crazy when I found out that I was a moon in tropical astrology. I'm a Cancer sun, mm-hmm. and I have a um, double trine of fire. But in the um, sidereal, I have a double trine of water. Right. But I lose the Cancer sun. I have Scorpio moon instead. Mm. which is kind of like what's going on it's a big paradigm shift but um yeah there's a lot of water there but especially in related to the tropical it makes sense you know she's a water bearer Mm. i'm a pisces Mm -hmm. on the cusp of aquarius and Mm -hmm. then depending on any other astrology or like vedic or sidereal i'm aquarius 
Like it's yeah, we're both very water motivated. So I was wondering if that's like it correlates. Like you see a lot of overlap, but yeah, that makes sense. Why wouldn't it? Yeah, there was a reason why they navigated those things the way they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> also, sorry to interrupt. We can yeah, hear the frogs. Yeah, I was like, are you in uh, the forest? The yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's dark now, so. It's so cute. That's really cool. Little Koki frogs. Uh, 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 uh. Koki? Yeah. Koki? They, yeah. they were um, castaways from Puerto Rico. Oh, cute. That's how they got Puerto here. Rican frogs. Mm-hmm. And when I visited Puerto Rico, um, I had heard the Koki frogs when I lived here before. And I thought, oh, my gosh. And then they said, oh, they, that's where they came from. They hopped on a on a freight. <laughs> oh, funny! Yeah, they got away. Uh, Shadow Magic, uh, friend Sam Shadow says, "Holy s word!" <laughs> I uh, thought the frogs were outside at my house because they have the window open. Because <laughs> uh, they're they're in the like the bayou, not the bayou. I guess the kind of the swampy land. I, I probably shouldn't dox people. Um, but yeah, I want to think if anyone has any questions for Navier while we're still here, you know, I would love you guys to ask unless it's like, what's my chart? Yeah. You know, <laughs> don't do that. I'm sure uh, she would love, uh, you know, to uh, give you that for <laughs> however much she charges for such things. But otherwise, uh, John aside, Lord Josh Allen was here earlier. Uh, uh, Amanda Pomander, Oswald Spangler. Um, Rivers, Brandon Young, Michelle Embry, Jerry Cthulhu, of course, Mr. Skywalker. Um, Michelle Embry, I said, I'm sorry, I'm scrolling down, but uh, it's been a very lively chat. Everyone has had a really good time, it looks like. Nice. And yeah, I just want to see if anyone has any conversations. So, how would one get a reading? Jonaside says. <clears throat> so, I have a website, awanderingwitch.com. And there should be a pull down page that you can go to um, look at my information and purchase a reading there. And if all else fails, you can message me there or find me on social media and we can set something up. Yeah. Um, uh, I was just going to say, you have a wonderful website. There's a lot going on there. You offer a lot of different things. Can you talk a little bit about the school that you were going to do or you're doing? Yeah. So um, I call it witch school, just kind of black and white witch school. And it's a, um, how can I explain it? So I really wanted to do like an ethical, practical magic kind of witch school that would incorporate lunar rituals and solar cycles. So it's, incorporating the 13 moons and also the eight sabbats of the witch's wheel. So I have a few different options and it's sort of progressed as we've been going. Um, I started out with something called the whole shebang and that's um, new moon, full moon rituals, and then a half moon magic class. And then the last chance moon, I'm calling it. It's like that last quarter. That's when I meet with my um, witch students one-on-one and we do like an hour mentorship. It could be divination or something that's up for them, dream work or 
whatever, something personal ritual maybe. And then um, on top of that, there is the, the solar Sabbaths, like we just had Samhain or Halloween. So um, we're hitting the wheel of the year together and it's all virtual because COVID and folks are everywhere. Right. So, yeah. which is kind of fun, you know, to connect in with people all over the place. And um, then I had some people saying, I just want to do the moon magics. I don't want to do the wheel of the year solar. So I have like a lunar option. And then I had some people who said, I just want to kind of dip my feet and get familiar with the Sabbath. So now I have a, just a Sabbath only option. Cool. So it's kind of like meeting people where they're at with what feels right and approachable for them. Yeah. I was going to ask, uh, could you give an overview uh, about what certain currents maybe you work through or you, you teach? Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely witchcraft on right. a really a collective plane. Um, it's kind of my own thing. I haven't ever been um, like a gardenarian or um, I was, I've had like stints with the OTO and more formal mm -hmm. um, like shamanic secret stuff, but it, it's kind of taking from all different things that worked for me. So I like- I love it, anarchic yeah. magic. Yeah, it's, it's a blend and um, kind of like the, like whatever works kind of method. And I throw in a little bit of, you know, chaos magic in there. I throw in a little bit of like um, mysticism and shamanism. And I really want to get people prepared for when they open as a vessel. So there's a lot of like um, foundational work that goes with it before like I'm not throwing them into big workings it's a lot of um, gradual preparing yourself on a energetic mental emotional level also so right. it's kind of well-rounded and um, yeah so there, there's plenty of like folksy kind of rootsy magic I'm formally trained in in herbalism but it was a shamanic herbal school so it's energetic base so working with the plants on a like this is you know vervain is to make magic go or um you know this kind of thing is to ground your formula and making oils and different tinctures and things as part of it it's like plant medicine isn't separate really it's like part of the whole course introduced kind of early on so I pretty diverse that. yeah i mean herbology has been a big thing for us I mean, big thing for her, she's a gardener and she teaches and runs classes pretty much in it. Nice. She's giving me a, but also yeah. not, not so much the, you know, delineation and kind of the mystical realm, but more of like, yeah, herbology and just, right? You know, what's Natural that medicine. plant? Yeah. <laughs> Taking kids out and going, don't eat that, yeah. eat that, you know, so. That's yeah, such I good work. That. And this is all in Hawaii? as it's called i'm hawaii. on hawaii yeah. yeah but you don't have to be here to participate right because um, you're saying the zoom stuff but god yeah. we'd want to be i think yeah well when all this is weird and weirdness is over i feel like we need to have a retreat or a festival or something over here people yeah. can tap into the magic um 
I also started a Patreon that was connected to the podcast, but has since kind of grown beyond just the podcast. And now I have an option at the um, one of the higher level tiers where there is a monthly like witchcraft option. So awesome. people can get all the other podcasts and other things that I offer on the Patreon tiers and then also get this like one-on-one -on -one mentorship because not everyone wants to do such a big, you know, it's sometimes it's six, six times a month that I'm working with the people who are doing the whole shebang. And right. for some folks, that's awesome. And some, some folks it's like, I don't have the bandwidth for that. And so I'm giving a lot of options for people to tune in where they're able. That's very cool. And that's patreon.com slash a wandering witch or your name. Yeah. Wandering Backslash a wandering witch. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, I'll put, I'll make sure to put that in the notes to uh, next week when I release it as an audio cast, I'll put all the good stuff in there, show notes and everything. Yeah. Um, unless you have any questions. Oh, you had more um, to discuss. Oh yeah. Right? I'll get out of here. Well, now. No, no, no. I um, didn't what? you have like futuristic things um, oh my god the election oh yeah to talk about oh my god i mean it's been wonderful um forgetting yeah right i know oh, it's funny I'm before before we uh we did this we went and dropped off our ballots you think how quick i want to forget yeah, we did yeah so yeah what you got navier yeah, let's gonna, see this. thank you so much and i'm gonna still thank you over here so he can have all of oh, his you can, ears you can stay. well i know but okay all right, all right i'll yes i never get to be here. Uh, she doesn't yeah <laughs> right, yeah do you have to moon sisters have to support that's true right. stick so, together <laughs> neither of the days in the long count or in the dream spell were portal days which I thought was interesting. I was kind of expecting them to be because portal days are kind of like the, you know, veils are thinner, more information and energy can pass through to spirit and down to earth, down to us. And they're not so interesting. Um, so for the dream spell election day is coming up as a blue spectral storm. So here's the storm or Kawak. It's like the so thunder being blue, huh? Blue. Um, so it's interesting because this is a like a regenerator. Um, they say like the world is always a bit humbler after a good storm. Mm -hmm. So when you have um, and it's a spectral, so it's that eleven tone of dissolving, release, liberation. So it. If you said to me, does it look like it's going to be four more years of the same old, same old? I would say, no, according to this, it looks like we're having a catalyst of, re of regeneration and 11 is like letting go of what doesn't serve us. So it looks ah. like a change is coming. That's how I would view it. Is that another um, 11? Does that kind of correlate to R? It is. It's exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. Whoa. Weird. Yeah. It's, it's an 11... Good. It's, it's an 11 storm versus you all being um, in the long count. You were in 11 something. Right. I forget now. So many tribes and everything going on my head. Right. Yeah. We but, can um, yeah. So that's interesting that it's going to be a spectral storm day in the um, dream spell. And in the long count, oh, I 
it's a wizard. I didn't bring, I didn't bring my, yeah, I'll get it. But it's a, having it be a wizard is like the jaguar priest is what they called it. Oh yeah. They called, so the um, Balaam is another name for it. One of my friends actually named her son Balaam. Um, but here's, here's one version of the glyph, the white wizard or the jaguar mm. priest. Very, very cosmic, very, um, the, the jaguar priests of the Ish, when they were born, so I've been told back in the day, they would be taken out of the modern day village life and sort of like trained, kind of like a Buddhist monk situation where they were too right. sensitive to be amongst the people. So we're going to train you with the other wizards and be away. And then they would come into the village to kind of like give prophecy, you know, so-and-so had a dream. This is what happened. This is how it's affecting the tribe or maybe left to interpretation, but they were like holy people. So that's what that's coming five ish or five wizard in the long count. And the personality is like secretive and um, mysterious in a way and private uh -oh. and reserved and, that magical sense, but like I was saying, they were kept away from the common folk because they were just kind of in receiving mode. So yeah, it's there's like a mystical sense with them, but also that like privacy reclusive and they're yeah. magical. But you can look at it like if they're both valid and they're both giving different um, aspects of it, they both kind of say that there's something hidden something about to shift and something that we're going to let go of in a way because yeah. the 11 is is liberation yeah so we'll see you were also you had mentioned when i brought it up oh it'd be fun to do like a little election day reading you're like i don't think it's the election day that we should be really concerned <laughs> about like something's brewing on the horizon that's not necessarily yeah. tomorrow or you know, maybe the machinations or the machinations, depending on who you talk to. Mm -hmm. uh, it like that is what kind of breeds what's coming, you know, in the future. So would you consider, I mean, obviously it's a dumb thing to ask. Do you think that's positive or negative? <laughs> you know, I guess it's depending on, on what camp you're coming from. But I guess in so. General, yeah. I mean, I, I view the 11 liberating ourselves from what doesn't work. Right. Interpreting as you will always to me, it signed me up for that because yeah. I want to be in the most real, truest, awesome form without any like false, you know, no, no lies or um, fluff around it. I yeah. can be kind of direct. I, I hope there's that. a death of apathy. I hope there's a death of apathy. I hope cynicism's crooked older brother apathy is just like put down to sleep at least for however long and that people actually you know even if it doesn't feel like anything changes like tries you know yeah i feel yeah. like what i'm looking forward to is the um confusion lifting yeah there's been so much confusion and from every angle lately in the past six seven eight months or whatever um, I'm just 
I'm over that, that feeling like I'm fogged all the time. Oh God. Not knowing what to trust, what to believe. And, but it's, it's made me go deep within myself and really check out when I need to, and also go deeper than the outer immediate surface tendrils to go really deep into root into what feels like truth and really high. So kind of avoiding the midlands and going high and low. Yeah. And I think we've had enough extremes, but at the same time, I think it's going to take extremes almost to beat it in a weird way. Like you, you said the blue storm. So of course my brain goes to, okay, so this huge democratic like upheaval, Blue but storm, storm Blue tsunami, also, yeah. yeah, storm could also, I mean, there's the whole, there's a lot of connotation with the word storm and different factions of the political empire. Like, yeah, it's, uh, what, what, what do you think? Like, what, uh, do you think it's going to be a big enough change or do you think it's going to be just kind of a more of a civil unrest about not there being change really? Oi. Um, (laughs) I've, I've been feeling, and from the sidereal astrologers I've been tapping into also, which is kind of a new thing for me. Um, I've been hearing that we're not going to have any clarity tomorrow. We're Mm. not going to really know. And we shouldn't expect to, because things are distance and ballots are coming in still and whatever being counted. So kind of like slow your roll and let things unfold as they will. Um, but like our little intention earlier was I request the most benevolent outcome for this experience. Thank you. And I can just kind of get my head out of it and trust that benevolence is going to take us onto the right shore. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure that we can have the evolution that we're seeking with things as they are. Yeah. And definitely not in a day, you know, it's it's going to be a process. And definitely not for a pseudo republic, you know, it's just, yeah, it's silly. Also, you know, that's, I think people are forgetting the importance of everything else other than the popularity contest that is the presidency. It's the local governments we should be really concerned about. It's the Senate, it's, you know, all these other things, but it's hard to, you know, look past what all, just all the drama that has been you know, this so much drama. Oh yeah. my gosh. So much so drama and, and so much, um, I don't even know, like pulling our intention into all these different directions that feel like they're sucking our energy and draining our energy. And, um, I'll wake up some mornings and feel exhausted. And I'm like, why am I so tired? I didn't even do anything yet. And then I'll just like tune into social media and go, Oh, and it's the collective. Yeah. That, you almost have to kind of like unwire yourself from to not get pulled down into the whatever is going on chaos and fogging yeah i think that's that's my game is to not seek the news before i rise you know like to just come at that with everything else kind of cornered and focused and then look at what's happening in the world instead of just carrying that around since the moment of opening, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's, a, that's a big deal. She's like, you know, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a, it's uh it's brutal. Yeah. It's brutal, but 
things are lovely you know yeah and i think um, that yeah there used to be a bumper sticker that i would say that said you know this car climbed mount kilimanjaro or this car climbed mount hood or whatever right remember those oh yeah i was I'm thinking we need to make a bumper sticker for our own bums or a t-shirt or something that says like I survived the year 2020 because it's coming at us from every direction. I think that, I don't know, we need some recognition or something for enduring this SH whatever show. Right. (laughs) I, I have a bumper sticker. I just came up with this. My soul is on permanent honor roll. Wow. <laughs> I like it. You know, because it's like my kids on honor roll. It's my yeah. soul's permanent honor roll. Yeah. Well, you know, we're spitballing here. <laughs> yeah. Right. I had a friend who was doing a bumper sticker business for a while, and he quoted one of my spoken word poems. And years later, I saw that bumper sticker on a mutual friend's. I was like, wow. I yeah. felt famous. It was so fun. That's funny. Well, mine won't be on any bumper stickers anytime I'm just soon. It's probably but... already a bumper sticker. My soul's on permanent honor roll. Don't do no, it. No, I've do never it. seen that. I think yeah. that's worthy. Send me one when you make it. I'll it's put it so on our it's band. so goofy. It's like it transcends good. Yes. It, too bad, but transcends that. Too. Forget it. I don't need to. I don't need to explain myself. Okay. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, yeah. We will wait and see what tomorrow brings every day. Tomorrow is no different than any other. It really isn't. You know, I think that Michelle Embry said in the chat, and I agree with her most of the time, she said, life is beautiful. Yeah. That's that's all we have, you know? Yeah. And I feel like this um, quarantine experience has really brought awareness into our day-to-day lives and our home lives and where we need to like mend our boat just in the immediate you know if if you can't be in your house for a few days or a few weeks at a time with the people that you live with what's going on there right yeah you know we were we were granted ample time to really dust some cobwebs yeah, of ourselves and yeah. of the relationships we hold. So it's good work. It's really good work. It's been inward, and don't be afraid to to look at those cobwebs. Right, they're still there. If if you want them to be, I suppose. But uh, Navier, you're the best. Um, give us a rundown. Just uh, a wanderingwitch.com where you can give lessons, uh, you know, give readings, mm-hmm. uh, and any podcast catcher, a wandering, Witch is the podcast Instagram.com slash a wandering, Witch. it's actually Instagram that was already taken. So I had to okay. do a double underscore wandering double right. underscore, which for Ooh, Instagram. Like yeah. But Facebook is a wandering, Witch um, business page and, um, Patreon is patreon.com backslash a wandering witch. I love it. I mean, yeah. I love that you fall asleep to those croakies. I know, I'm like yeah. kind of nodding off. It's, it's very peaceful. Yeah, oh it really God, is. Like, stay awake. Yeah. 
it's awesome. We have we have two that live in our bathhouse, and I think they're the same ones all the time. They live a long time. I I researched it, so they just hang out in there. That's awesome. And that's their mating call. And at night, somewhere before oh. dawn, it gets really quiet, and there's one lone koki over here and one over here koki, and mm-hmm. eventually they're gonna hook up. You know it. I like that's that I that call is. them crokies, <laughs> like they're zombie crokies. Crokies. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this was amazing. You're the best. Thank you so much for giving us Thank these readings. Like that you guys was, are the best. It was, it was perfect for our, you know, anniversary and. Oh, I don't know. Happy just, A. Thank you. Yay. Yeah. It's awesome. I appreciate that. I did want to I did want to say that uh I'm starting a new job in two weeks. So I may not be able to do the Monday live streams. So we may move it to Sunday, like Sunday nights, but I'd love to have you back for we were supposed to talk about the clairvoyance kind of oh, part yes. of all that you do and that deserves its own episode so a couple of weeks down the line i'd love to have you back i would love that, that. Yeah. sunday feels so cozy we can have the the fire um channel the on. yuletide channel yeah <laughs> mary's got it right there uh yeah. yeah i was born on a sunday what's that the Sol- solomon group forget it anyways uh <laughs> yeah thank you for having me Thank you, Navi. Thank Navier. you so much. Thank this you, so thank much you Mary, for playing thank along. So much. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you um that you guys will talk so that maybe we can see the charts in person that you did. Like oh, I can yeah. freeze frame like, yeah. and screenshot. That's what I mean. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Um if that's allowed. And I hope that yeah. everyone in the chat, Michelle Embry, uh Sam Shadow, Brandon Young. All you guys, Solomon Grundy, thank you, Brandon Young. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, but everyone that was in the chat, thank you so much. It was a lot of fun. Please check out awanderingwitch.com. Get your chart read. It's uh, very illuminating and thankfully not as damning as I thought it'd be. So that was <laughs> um, You're awesome. Don't worry. <laughs> It's funny because I just am like, oh, do I have to battle against this too? You know? No, not <laughs> at like, all. It's yeah. it's super empowering, I think. It is. It really is. It's beautiful. And spell. I can't I can't believe that it correlated to the Zia and a Mesa and a little question mark sigil. I was like, Wow. Holy crap. Yeah. It's the cosmic funny. question mark. It is. I love mm-hmm. it. Awesome. Or do I? um but yeah so we might uh, be moving to sundays uh but next week i'll have jeremy of the alchemical arts who's a good friend of mine in australia that creates his own pigments a true alchemist i love him he's uh i had him on the show uh a while back but we get to catch up it it's been growing exponentially he's super cool and fun and like really true modern alchemy like really turning things into beauty chemically so that'll be fun and then um yeah i think you know i'll leave with a little audiomancy as i usually do uh the song that i'm going to end on is a track that i actually sent to sam shadow who uh should be putting some of his uh, or their sauce on it uh if if they so please but i have it sequenced to something fun just for Sam, 
Love you guys, Mary. Good night. That's all. Hui ho. Ahana ho. All right. Uh, haunt on, y'all.